0: What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. All right, what's up everybody, welcome back to the channel. For those of you that are new, my name is Austin Silver. Today I've got a very, very special video for you. I have a guest with me at home in the office, Riley's behind the camera, and we're gonna be talking about losses and the lessons that. Andrew and myself have learned over the last five years trading actively in the Forex market. There's always a lot of positives that we can talk about when we talk about trading. The profit potential, the freedom of time, all of those things, not having a boss, all of those things. We could talk about that forever, but I think that that doesn't always bring people direct value. So today, this video, however long this talk goes, I hope that the takeaway for everybody watching is the value that you can get not only from the positives but also from the losses and the things that those losses have taught you. So everybody, I've got Andrew here with me. Andrew, bro. Hey. I know we're friends for a long time yeah, but I figured man. we got to start it with a handshake and keep it kind of formal because cool. I want everyone to kind of understand that you have been with me from the jump. I mean, we'll go back in a second and talk yeah. where we met and how we got into this together but you're someone who out of everybody that I've worked with, and I mean, we know it's thousands of people over the last five years. It's been a lot. You are someone that no matter what, never has given up. And no matter how much you've lost, regardless of what mental struggles that put you through, whether it was in trading or outside of trading, either whatever it was, you kept going. And I think that that characteristic is something that all successful traders share. And that's something that hopefully, like I said, the people watching here today can take away from you. So let's just start back at the beginning with how did we meet? What about... um? trading really appealed to you? Give everybody just like a brief history of you and your entrepreneurial tendencies.
1: Um, well, I guess we first started because my other line of work is video production. So I happened to see an Also Silver Now video that you had posted and you were talking about uh, like the 10% rule or, you know, some type of yep. uh, financial. Now, this was uh, what year? Oh man, this was 2015,
0: 2016. Yeah, right? somewhere along. Because I was still lines. living in Jersey at that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched this video and I, you know, went to Rutgers before I dropped out. So. Accounting and financials still appealed to me and I was like wow this kid's really giving a lot of value And I saw
0: that the video could use some help and I was trying to expand what I was doing so You in were video. like let me help this guy because yeah, his content's me, pretty good But me. the production like my videos were just me holding a camera on right. a truck like basically like one of
1: these It yeah. was you know I'm not gonna lie it was definitely mutual beneficial because I was trying to expand what I was doing as well So it's like if I can connect with you and help your videos and help me get my name out there So it was mutually beneficial so then we met and uh, we had a cool conversation at Starbucks. And then a couple of weeks had gone by and we hadn't really caught up on anything. I guess things were going on. Mm-hmm. And I saw on Snapchat that you were posting- um, Trading. Yeah, and I, I had no idea what it was. And I just saw like these numbers and they weren't like significant, but I was just like, what is this? So
0: I got, I got your teeth wet.
1: Exactly. Your mouth wet. So I just, you know, contacted you again and said, "Yeah, what is this?" And you're like, "Yo, this is forex. You should learn how to do this. It's day trading." And I, my nature is also a gambler. I've made a lot of money playing roulette. Right. So. So it
0: already kind of when you. I came. You know in, the line of yeah. trading and gambling. So yes. you kind of.
1: Yeah, I was definitely the quintessential, you know trading gambler, but that's just because of who I was. I had been gambling
0: for some time and making some pretty good money doing it. So you saw the parallel and you were like, let me see, I could probably do what I did over there, do it right here. So right there, I mean, kind of fast forward now through we started trading together. How did you, and be honest, be direct with us, how did you do in those first, let's say six to 12 months? Where did you, even just the first six months, like, what were the emotions you were feeling and then really what what did that emotion lead you to act on
1: i think that initially the gambling idea of it like oh my god i can make like millions of dollars doing this i can make hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this like i want in right. and i don't think that off the jump that mentality was correct because you didn't i didn't have like a really good system in place of like Um, exits and entries and yeah, everything that goes into it but even just a solid system I didn't have that at first like it was all still new and trying to figure it out so at that point I'm just you know oh I know a little bit so I'm just gonna like chuck money into it and uh, I'll probably be right it's like gambling right you can't be wrong all the time but it's totally with the market you cannot
0: be more wrong it's not even a coin flip it's not and that's gambler's fallacy so we could even we could talk about that but i think and that is something that probably came from the money that you made while you were gambling like that shows you that look it gets you thinking to certain things honestly and i've been there where you're like i'm different than everybody else like i'm not gonna have the same return as everybody else yeah everybody else might lose x amount of times and then only win but i'm different i'm not gonna let that you know what i mean i've been there and that's Part of what I actually talk about a lot, I think more recently as I've gotten older and as a trader, is just getting out of your own way, getting out of your own head. And that's something that back when we first started trading, we didn't even know that. So jumping back to where you first got into trading, mm-hmm. did you start with a demo account? At first, I traded with a demo, but for like probably two weeks. What, did, what kept you from staying with the demo? What was the mindset with the demo?
1: I think I just had disposable income mm-hmm. and I was... Basically, you know, not to your fault, but you go around on Instagram and you see wins, you see people living a lifestyle, and you're like,
0: everybody's winning, right? It's Instagram, everybody's Everybody's a millionaire.
1: So, you know, immediately you start seeing that, and I'm like, well, what am I waiting for? Obviously, get off this damn gambler's mentality. Like, I know what I'm doing, I can just, you know, kind of blindly navigate my way through it. So, demo wasn't very long and that's definitely a mistake but I think that when you first start off like a lot of people have these mistakes um because they're all coming into this through the same pipeline you know what I mean like they're getting sold a dream by and sometimes unbeknownst to them by friends or family, whoever else gets you interested in this, a lot of times it's like IML, so it can be malicious. They're just trying to suck you in. They don't care. Sure. They teach you a shit strat and they say, right. yeah, here you go. Here you are go. going to be a millionaire. Get your friends signed up. So right. um, that's the problem. Everyone's coming through that same pipeline. And, the, the and pipeline I was a victim deep. of that pipeline as well. Is this is the dream. Yes. Here it is. All you have to the do fantasy. is learn this one thing and you're going to be a millionaire You know, in no time. And that's the wrong pipeline the pipeline now in the way that you know it's being taught with asfx is like come in and understand that you're not
0: quitting your job tomorrow right. you know that you're not going to be a millionaire so overnight. is that something you wish you would have known earlier was to oh, not, to not step away from the job so like if we go back to it how long was it before you pulled away from other sources of income because you were like i need to go balls into trading like this is what i i, need to do. I mean i quit
1: I had two jobs, you know, I work in a restaurant, I make a lot of money doing that, I have video production, you know, so I do well, I had disposable income, which also led me to taking a lot of losses, because I was like, oh, I I can afford to lose it, which, that's just silly in its own right, but that's where I was, and um, I would say that if I had learned, uh, like, what is going on now, I still don't know that
0: maybe I was mentally ready for it. Because so it's I, more than just the strategy, what you're it's saying. It's the, the it, mental readiness of I'm going to leave my job and rely on this for income. That takes a big mental yeah. decision. A big, it's a lot of um, discipline to be able to commit to that idea. You know, it's yeah. very difficult. So you think you jumped into it a little bit too early?
1: Yeah, I left my job way too soon. I I was trying to do video production full time, so I I was so still like, doing st- that. I still had that income, but I was getting rid of the restaurant to try and like move out of serving and
0: what happened from there
1: and then I mean from there till now like it definitely set me back two years but you know it, it's it's like a paid education like I dropped out of Rutgers and you know with trading sometimes you gotta you gotta pay you know you gotta like you gotta pay a cost of, of
0: doing business almost yeah. like because. and you know it's what like tuition it is and I it's tough because there's a lot of like adult senior traders out there that are like, no, you don't need to do that, it's not paying tuition but to the point that they don't speak about a lot, I feel like is that there isn't a lot of great education out there and if there's not great education out there, if there aren't a lot of solid communities that you can really get into and make money off the jump and feel like you know what you're doing, if there's not that, then how can you expect the result to be anything but that, you know what I mean? So. I think that be- I get what you're saying. yeah, so because you have that lack, and then like you said, people coming in through that funnel, people all kind of coming into this for yeah. the wrong reason. It it makes it very easy to be a gambler to fall into those biases, those human biases. I can't be wrong again. I got to go right. bigger this time. I got
1: market has to do this. Like oh, look at this thing. It's it's been going up for like two weeks. It has to turn around. Exactly, you know, like and those are the things you don't truly understand.
0: And the only thing that that really, the only way you can really learn that I think is by doing what you said, paying the cost, paying the tuition. So to all the older guys that are always saying like, you don't need to do that, you don't need to go, I think kinda you do. And even like you said, now with our program and the way that the system works and the way that we put people through the education before they come into the community, I still think that there's a degree of loss that you have to anticipate and you almost want, you should want the losses almost, not big losses, but losses within what you're doing. Losses that you understand what you're doing so you can adjust, you can tweak. For example, I had a call yesterday like I told you with one of the guys in our group, Jacob. Jacob was saying to me like even that day, yesterday, he took a trade where he got into too early. The cross wasn't there, the identification for the system just wasn't there yet and he got in early and he got burned okay. and we talked about that eagerness and what that can lead and it really does go back to the same thing that causes your gambler's fallacy, the same thing that causes people to think, oh, it can't lose again, it can't lose again, let me go bigger, the same thing, you know what it is? It's fear. It's lack of abundance and I think that as new traders when we started in this and the reason that a lot of people watching lose money is rooted in fear. It can't be anything else. It's fear that they forget that there's more coming tomorrow, more coming next week, more coming next month. It's lack of abundance. It's worrying that there isn't going to be enough for you and that mindset is the opposite of what successful traders have. The successful trader always is thinking how much there is. Wow, there's so much for me. I don't need all of that. There's too much out there. You know what I'm saying? There's too many opportunities to trade. The the skill of being a trader is just so great. I'm so grateful for it. That type of positive mindset versus looking at it the other way is what makes, I think, successful people be that and like you said the only way you get to that point is by what? paying the cost and staying alive. And we've talked about that a lot, I think, is that staying alive is a very crucial thing and you've really managed to do that well. So talk to a newer trader in if you if I was someone that just started, what would you tell me as far as like how to survive? What what's give me an actionable thing someone watching that they can take away. How can I survive like you did if I'm going through this period where I don't have a system. I haven't tried Austin's system. I haven't tried any other right. profitable. I can't find it. How do I survive? What do I do, Drew? Uh, I
1: think right off the jump that, you know, to go back to your point, you don't have to take these losses. Um, I kind of agree with like what you're saying with like the older traders. Like if you can, you don't have to. It, It will happen. You will lose, but you don't have to take them. I think what the really the best way to get started trading is to learn about it, and everything that goes into it and become proficient in that like educate yourself on how to execute orders cuz you could try and hit buy and hit sell and now all of a sudden you've lost money Don't even it can be in. so silly that
0: is so true dude for new people i mean even I Riley when, when she's everybody, too everybody it happens so and keep going so i
1: think that's a great step like yeah. understand how to work the market the fundamentals of the market you know, like the, the
0: structure of your business right. i would consider them business tools so you would say Grasp your business tools. Okay, so what next? Once I feel like I got a grasp of the tools.
1: I think then what you want to do is you want to find and where you should spend the money. It's not in a, an account, but in education. Right. Find a reputable trader or group of traders who you're like, yo, well, these guys seem legit. They seem like they're teaching something valuable. And let me put a couple hundred dollars into that. Get with this community of people and feel it out. Now, sometimes unfortunately you might have to bounce around to a, a few people before oh, yeah. you find one that stick. You know, that's why, you know, I stay so tight with ASFX and everything that's going on here, not just because we kind of started from the the bottom together, but, but it works. just because time and time again, no matter, you know, what I've had in my mind, I always said, man, this this does work though. It's just my it's head. Like it's just if I can get my head it. right, you know? What I mean, so this course and what you teach here is, is great, I think this honest to goodness is the best place to start because you teach risk management, you teach very precise entries and exits that people can stick to and work with and they are back tested and they're proven to work, so that's great, okay, so it works. now what else, right. you know?
0: So now we've gotten our two points, so you right. said as far as staying alive for a new trader, one was know your business tools, two yeah. was spend your money on education, what's the third or fourth point?
1: Honestly, to survive. and people don't wanna yeah. hear it, yeah. demo.
0: Demo? People don't wanna hear it, you know, like, uh, dude, I, I tell people all the time, you have to. It's the truth. Because, and here, let me, I'll even cut you off, just tell you. People will tell me, well, it's not real emotions. No, you're not taking it seriously enough. That's it. You're going to tell me it's not. You can't grasp the fact that, no, it is not real money, but you can act like it is. There, There is It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's weak-minded people say that shit.
1: I, I think that there is something to be said between a demo and emotions, but I think that the higher picture that you really need to understand is that when you're training... A really good system, you're going to win and you're going to lose. But if you understand the risk that you're taking on a trade, you're appropriately putting the right amount of risk for your account, that takes out emotion because then you know it's part of the plan. This is just here it is this is a pattern you know at this point when this does this I do this if it wins great my patterns you know working in my edge if it doesn't okay was I wrong about something let me learn what's going on but honestly you don't have to put in real money to work a system and if you continually work the system on a demo and then after a month two months three months you're really like wow so Like I'm I know what I'm doing I can do this with my eyes closed at that point you should have been saving this whole time, and that's something that I wish I had done. If instead of losing, you know, close to twenty-five thousand dollars over, you know, three years of trading, if over that time while I was learning, now I probably wouldn't have demoed that long, but working on the mindset, working on the uh, actionable, even for a
0: third of that, time. yeah, you could have even saved a you year, so money.
1: I could have saved up seven, eight thousand dollars, put it into a nice account, and been like, okay, let's go, and then you're on your trading journey. But instead. All that money is not gone because as long as the market holds it and I have an opportunity to take it back. So it's not gone. It's just on retainer. And now it's up to me to focus hard on what works mentally, physically. And repeat it and repeat it. And that's it. It's just re- It's repetition. So you get your reps in.
0: We now have three things to survive. Delay yeah. the business, spend the money on the education, start with the demo. Anything else?
1: Um Yeah. Understand. Patience, yeah, and the time that it takes. I think that, that I think that you have to understand that this market can, and any market, stocks, you know, but particularly forex because that's what we trade. If you take this market serious and take it like a business, and we talk about percentages all the time because I'm still have some gambler. I like to risk a little higher, two to three percent across the board on you know setups. You're a little bit more tighter with the uh, financials, but the the idea is that patience. All accounts can grow. And I think that if you're willing to, you know, if you're like, wow, over the course of a year, I did 60% on this account. Where are you getting 60%? Nowhere. Nowhere. You, uh, you know, IRAs, mutual funds, I, I any of these multitude of places you can put your money. Your regular bank issue maybe one percent a year. So if even that. something if you're that good of a trader, you know, and to get sixty percent is good. Yeah. You know, some people say, oh, that's nothing, but it's not that. It's about the consistency.
0: Here and even right there, like I think tying into the patience point is like the last thing that a new trader would need is something you just said, and it's very important. You said other people will say it's not enough.
1: Right.
0: Stop worrying about other people. As a new trader, like the fifth point that you probably could make would be stop caring about what everybody else is doing. Your mom, your dad, whatever they're saying about trading, don't worry about it. The guys on Instagram, don't worry about it. And I'm a guy on Instagram and I'm telling you (laughs) not to worry about it because if you do, you get sidetracked. And then the only, because what you just basically said was the only reason that you think 60% a year is not good is because someone else said it isn't enough. That is ridiculous. That is such bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like that is a, lower level concept that new traders are stuck in. And when you can break out, like you said, now that we have, and we can look back on it. You can look back when you were in that mindset. Right. You can see how trapping it really is. And then the other thing with the patience is like, and
1: we were talking about this last night with Riley too. It's like people put money into all different funds for savings. Yeah. You know, people have 401ks, yeah. they have all these things, but it's like, why not your trading account? Right. If you're becoming a consistent, consistent and profitable trader, why would you not continue to work your other job and funnel your excess into this as a savings account? Then you're actively trading your own retirement. And if you have patience in 10 years, you could legitimately retire. It,
0: you even know? And then live off of that money. And the thing with that is, is people don't think like that. And if you did, Basically what you're saying is instead of worrying about putting the money into the market in the 401k where you have no control Put the money into just a different market and have full control full control every day You control everything and it's whatever risk you choose to.
1: if you really want to be aggressive You can be aggressive, but if you want to just slow grow it like we said 1% to 5% at the most is probably what you will get on any like normal, you know, right interest-bearing account Yes, but I mean you could do that in a month trading easy easy Very i mean easily. you could do it in a week exactly you know what i mean so yeah. it's like you can actively take over your life but there's one thing above all that it really comes down to patience it comes down to patience and your and your mind which is you know one it's cohesive together like if you don't have the right approach if you're not looking at this as a business and you're just like i'm gonna get rich quick then you're going to lose $25,000 like I did. You're going to lose more than that. And if you don't have it, you could really ruin your life. And we know people you know? And has- there are dark sides to this market. I mean, people are out there hurting and they're still throwing money at this account. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. And that's why a lot of people give
0: trading a bad rap because a lot of people do it the wrong way. Talk specifically about that before you wrap your point up here. I know you said yesterday you spoke to a guy who was saying he was like looking to... Possibly come and take the course and join the team, but he's got a small account and he's still trading the small account. Explain to people how stupid that is.
1: It's it's and how
0: that shows a lack of impatience, a lack of patience. It just is pure greed, pure fear. You're missing out today. It's the funnel. It's the it's it's the funnel. Relax. Like I just want to grab them, choke them, and say, relax. Study for a month. Save money for a month. Your life would change. If I could stop the new trader in me, I'd be like, bro, slow the down you know what i mean yeah but
1: what we- it's it's the funnel it's just like i said it's the system that everyone's coming in through they're coming in with rose-colored glasses gonna be you know making all kinds of thousands of dollars right. i'm gonna quit my job tomorrow they got
0: beer goggles pit but
1: goggles. you know the uh you know telling me like hey like i'm saying hey it was when you're doing the webinar yeah and i'm like it's discounted it's a great price like you can get in on the on the cheap you know you get this webinar and then you get the course and then you're in it's like two hundred and twelve dollars I'm like this is a great idea like I'm not trying to push you anything but if you had the money do it he's like oh well, I don't really have any a lot of money in my bank account but I've got like four hundred dollars in my trading account and I said well Skip the course right now. Let's cut to the root of what you just told me. You said you have like no money in your regular living bank account that you pay your bills and live gas gas to to, to live your life. But you've got like 400 bucks in your trading account. And that's the wrong mentality there. People are so rushed and enamored to get
0: any little bit of extra money they have in this account. Like No no disrespect to anybody that's sweating $400. But like not at all am I being disrespect. I'm just saying like... Be realistic. Yeah, you cannot expect to change your life with four hundred dollars. And that's again,
1: it. That's what the funnel gives. Like the first couple accounts that I was funding, hundred dollars, hundred dollars, blow me too. burn. One day,
0: I'm like, wait, just what's throw leverage? it out the what, window. Like, what's leverage? Burn.
1: Right, burn one trade. You and, know, and put the, in like a lot. Right. On, uh, What's a standard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Putting a standard lot on
0: like a hundred dollar oh, account, means... like oh, it could support it. Let's yeah, do it. Exactly. Like why not? But well, that's gambling. Right. That's that's the. But we see that's so the many funnel. people that are falling for that. That that are trapped in that. So just to kind of sum up that point, you said the four things mm-hmm. that kept you alive. One was to learn the business skills, learn the trader, uh-huh. learn the charting, learn those things. Number two was to invest in education, solid yeah. education, solid community. And then you said the third one was to start on a demo. And the fourth one was to be patient through that process, yeah. patient with that demo, patient to put that real money in, patient to do those things and have another job have and an keep another, another stream of income. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't like even, I don't
0: even have to call it a job, call it a stream of income. Because for me, like, I like to propose it to people as trading as your entrepreneurial venture. This is a this is a solo mission. I'm going to help you, but you are the person clicking the button. Mm-hmm. You, want, as an entrepreneur, then need to take that to the next level and start creating other streams of income for yourself like I've done. I think that that is something like you've done, yeah. the video business. Th- these skills I that... live without trading. Exactly. But this, I hope to live off trading. This, That's the transition. Having those other skills that pay money, yeah. ha- having all of these skills that pay money is the way to be in the future. So before we go into how the trading kind of transformed life for you financially, tell me about the things outside the market and how you've found balance that leads to profitable trading. For someone that's new, a lot of the time, a lot of questions that I get are, what are the hours I need to commit to this? What do I need to commit even to learning and studying, markups, those things? What do I need to commit to get reward out of this? And I always tell people, It's you get what you give, 100%. But as far as like how you found a balance, because I know for you, you don't do a lot of chart markups. Not a lot. You don't do a lot of off-chart study. You trade live, you come back the next day. You reset yourself. So what are you doing in those off hours that's keeping you fresh so you can come back and still follow that plan successfully?
1: Well, I still have other jobs or streams of income whatever you you know whatever colloquialism you want to use on it um, but you know I I focus a lot on like my video business I have a lot of projects you know I have some good clients that I've built up over the years so I have work that I can continually do so I do that and that keeps me focused and because I know that the harder I work on that it's more money coming in um, you know I still work at the restaurant which I love and it's a very good living so I put those two jobs together and the excess money that I now have, instead of throwing it into the market, what I'm doing is I'm slowing my approach and I'm taking care of my personal debt and focusing on my business as a person, you know, like I have debt from like video cameras and equipment i purchased and just living, you
0: know. So you're kind of trying to chop that down so that way the trading business has less Liability. Yeah, I'm approaching it from a
1: different approach that I have over the last three years because I'm like if you if you always do the same thing, how can you expect a different result? So by focusing on my priorities, lowering my overhead, my business, you know, what it's going to do is a allow me to put more money into my market account which I'm trying to use as like a kind of a like savings and saying, retirement right, account like right
0: the extra money into right it, exactly even as you're actively trading it like yes you're still active with that money I'm, every day I'm, but you're funneling more money into it to make it bigger even if those are days where you're not trading right or losing or whatever it may be I, I am a fortunate person and you know I've worked my ass off to get where I'm at but money so comes to you. but
1: I do well financially right. so my situation may be different than other people you
0: have this disposable disposable but, income
1: But this is also the hard work that I've done outside of the market, you know, what I mean, right, so it's like you have to prop up who you are outside of the market, like emotionally, physically, financially, it's important, and then you come in to this market when you have those tools set up as well. So focusing on my personal debt and and taking care of my finances and my business uh, as a human, you know, my life. It has made me better as a trader because I'm more focused. I broke down how long it was going to take me to the end of the year or how much it was going to take me to the end of the year to pay off like my big credit debt. And I was like, okay, I need X amount each month and I can pay it off. So now I'm focused on the patience. Okay, I know that if I continually do well until January, I will have no debt. That's awesome. And I will be, you know, financially independent except for, you know, cell phone, car insurance, the but things no, that no I choose, else, like yeah. I won't have a car payment, yeah. I won't have a credit card for the first time, I'm gonna be 37, I'm gonna be debt free. Yeah. And this is from years of kind of doing things the wrong way and like a knucklehead. So these are my you know, lessons to people. But to the point, focusing on that, knowing that it's gonna take me till January has slowed me down and says, as long as I just keep doing the steps that I've been doing, I'm going to get to where I wanna be. And I said, well, wait a minute, this is why have I not been thinking about the market like this? And then there was just one day I had like a mental shift. I was like, this is exactly how I should be focusing it's on trading, right? Like if I consistently can just keep doing this, if I can hit one good trade a week, if I can hit two good trades a week, I will have a really great week at like two to 3% of my account. And then so over the last, you know, little while I have just been having like, man, I haven't lost in a while. Oh man, I just took one little loss. I'm already up like, you know, 10% this week, you know, cause I trade a little bit more aggressively. So I'm like, wow. I can do this consistently. So taking care of myself outside of trading makes it better. Has made my trading because better.
0: Because I think, and that goes back to, and just tying it into the other streams of income. If you have other income coming in, it's going to make you trade less stressed because you know yes. your bills are fine. You know money's coming in. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, it could lead you to doing stupid things like we talked, like you said, right. where you do throw money around because you know you have you money have coming it, in, right. right? But if you can get past that like let's just assume hopefully the people listening are learning from you and me they get past that then I think having that other stream of income in whether you pump it into a trading account or not if you just save it because you want to save and go on a trip having that other stream of income will make the trading easier and like the truth of the matter is I was in your position. I was in everybody else's position and I'm very grateful. But again, just like you, I feel like I warranted it because I worked my ass off. Right. So when you work your ass off, you warrant these freedoms. You warrant that. And that's what makes it so worthwhile. So when you can go from the idea of how you're kind of saying it where it's been like this whole kind of clash between the way you're looking at finances personally versus finances and trading. And now it's kind of turned a corner and you're seeing how parallel they really are yeah. and how yes, you need a trading plan. Yes, you need a plan to pay off your debts. Yes, you need it to budget. Yes, you need to do these things that are on paper for a reason. Now you're starting to see the value in it. So tell me about because it goes right into it, the trading plan. How important right. and how how big of a change because I know we talked about this before, but how big of a change and how much I know you can't really speak on it enough, but speak on it if you can, the importance of having a plan with entries, with exits, with risk management, because when people say, follow your plan, a lot of the time they're literally talking about if it hits a support zone on a Fibonacci number, you do it. And it's like this crazy idea of a plan. Talk to me about the specifics that you've seen work for yourself, for me, for other traders around you in their plan and how important that's been to you. Uh, I mean, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, you know, it's
1: so silly. I heard another
0: one today, the five Ps (laughs) of it's proper planning leads to improper planning, leads to poor for performance. Something like that five yeah. piece, it was same thing. Exactly. You know, there's a million
1: and one different sayings, but you often wonder why. It's because people who have gone through these things come up with these sayings that have spanned generations and they're tried and true. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's really what it is. I think that you need to understand, of course, your entries. You need to understand your exits. But before that, how much is this trade worth on my risk? Do I really like this setup? You know, you want to grade your trade. This looks like a really great setup. This looks like a so-so setup. And you want to understand how much risk you're applying to that trade based on what the trade is telling you. And then you have to understand, you know, your risk to reward. Am I going to be able to get this much out of it? So there's a lot more that goes into it. And
0: that's all written in your plan.
1: But this is, this is professional trading. This is what it is. Like when I first started, I didn't talk about this. I was just like, no. it's going up. I'm buying it anywhere. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. But that's like being a young teenager and being immature and irresponsible and not worrying about it to then becoming an adult where you have a house and you have kids or whatever it is and you have more things you have to worry about. I think trading is the same. You grow through your trading and trading very much parallels life. So you need a plan in your real life, you know, outside of trading and you need a plan in the market because if you're not
0: understanding of what you're trying to achieve then you're probably just going to fall apart. And if it's not written on paper for you, how can you can hold yourself? Too. Yeah, how can you hold yourself accountable if it's not there? Yeah, own. yeah, paper, pen, yeah. or digital, some, whatever some it is. Some
1: people put it. Some people keep it in their mind. Some people like to see it every day. I think trading is very individualized, yes. and whatever works for you. If if doing a million markups works for people, then that's great. And I do believe that helps because it's if you say something in your head and then you write it on paper, you remember it better. So markups leads to that same idea of seeing it, seeing it, seeing it, and really like ingraining it in your head but for other people like Dom to throw him out there he didn't have to do markups and, and he was a really good trader <laughs> so everyone's annoying. different because I got to do them I have to do them. but that's what you have to grow and understand who you are as a trader you and having that. a plan is is the first start to getting you there getting yourself to, to owning that individual because aisle. the plan helps you stay focused and helps you Focus on other things besides the trade. You don't have to sweat the trade. I know this is my parameters. I I put this much risk. If I lose, I already know what I'm losing. There's no guesswork unless something absolutely crazy happens,
0: but that's so rare in this market. And even if it's accounted yeah, for, because you're winning exactly. more than you're losing, so you exactly have to follow the that plan. Talk to me about the spec the specifics within the plan, like the the things that you, even to the point, if you could give me any mindset tips that you remind yourself in the morning, morning affirmations, things like that, that are a part of the plan to reinforce that positive mindset within yourself. I think that it's just you're where you're trying
1: to get to. And I think just taking it, I say it for me, um, like being a drug addict, you know? Like gambling is an addiction for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Um, so this can certainly be that. and. You know, I've had days where I've gone Monday through Thursday and I've crushed the market and then on Friday I've blown it in one day. You know what I mean? So it's like you're an addict. You can go so long and you can do really well. The and, discipline and, slips? Yeah, for one day. And then you take that, you know, you take the the crack, you take the, the heroin, whatever. Yeah. It's it's like, seriously, it's like being a drug addict. It's an addiction. So. How do you combat it? How do you stop it? How did
0: you stop it specifically?
1: You have to understand just, you know, it's silly, but as I said, trading parallel life. You have to know that you are
0: worth it, that your money is worth you being the best that you can be. And that can go even, when you say it like that, like, know that you're worth it. It's like that positive affirmation. It goes into like, there is enough for me. I am worth everything that I've put into this. It's a
1: 5.2 trillion dollar a day, like, revolving market, if not more by now. Like It's huge. There's plenty for everybody. And I think what you have to understand is that you don't need the whole entire move. You don't need to catch every single trade. Like I said, uh, you know, earlier, one good trade a week two good trades a week. People are like, "Oh, I caught 500 pips this week." It's like, "Great. That's awesome. I, I wish I could do that. But you know what? I caught 50 and I made, you know, 12% on my account and made 10% yeah, on yeah, my account. It it's and that's the other thing, getting away from other from people, other people but also away from the like the
0: financial numbers, yeah, you know? So too. That was good. That you're taking the words out of my mouth. So talk yeah. to me about when you're building the plan and we're talking about the specifics. Right. I've found for myself attaching dollars screws up this whole business that's why we don't show them right and and we could talk about we'll, we can make other videos about that but right that goes back to just also privacy but also the sure. distraction the, and i plan to do a video on this eventually i keep saying it in videos that i'm yeah. going to do it but i've never done it yet <laughs> this idea that i've come up with called the fantasy of numbers and oh. basically what i think it is is that numbers money with a dollar sign in front of it induces us all to think Absolutely. different things it, it creates this change in how we act as human beings when we see a dollar sign. And you can say you don't, you say you're stone cold, you still, to some degree, everyone that I've ever met, every trader reacts on those dollars. So for me, I've learned little things. Close the terminal, don't trade with the terminal open. Don't think in terms of dollars, think in terms of percents. And I think that those, even just two things right there, shifted me into saying, why are you worried about how much money you're gonna make Rather than worried about are you following the plan and are you taking good trades, money comes and goes in any business and in life. It really does. We've all seen it, it moves in waves. But with the business of trading, like you said, as professional trading, when it comes down to that, what is that? That is having a plan. That is acting on, yeah, it's acting on that plan and staying away from the money. And it's hard to say that because when we talk about a business, a business only talks about money. But in this business, it's very, very difficult to. Involve money in the conversation because it does, in my opinion, lead to a lot of distractions.
1: Right. And I think the reason that people focus on the money is because, A, you know, like You're in- here for in- the money. Instagram, here. everyone's floating the money, and that's why you got into trading. You want to make money, but I think that money is a byproduct of good trading. An enhancement. Yeah, it's mental. That's really my whole point to this market and perhaps any market, but trading well is mental. It's not monetary. And once you can get your head around the money and seeing it rolling, like, oh my God, like I got all this money has happened to me plenty of times. You put a pretty good lot on and you're like, wow, man, this thing's pumping. I trade gold a lot. So gold moves, you know, you put like two standards on gold and all of a sudden you're like, wow, I need to close this trade, but you caught like the smallest move and that's where the plan comes screwing in. up
0: the whole I know
1: what I'm risking yeah. and I know what I can potentially get. So what does the money matter? Sure, like it's going up and you're like excited that's because you're following your trade plan. But once you understand, you know, and you consistently do it, The excitement should waver, you know, like everyone's still going to enjoy making money. It's very true. But I think if you consistently do it, you're just it becomes the the same old thing. Because you're
0: almost not even look, I go a lot of days in a row where I don't even open the terminal. I close the trade and I move on, like I just don't even look at it because I do think a lot of the time it does lead you to acting off plan. It'll cause emotions, like I said, it, it makes us emotional as human beings to see dollars. What doesn't matter. If it's cold, hard cash or dollars on a screen, it doesn't matter. We get emotional when we see that. And I think that to agree, sh- to absolutely. shift yourself away from it is only going to make you better. But if you get sucked into the conversations on social media or sucked into the conversations in the group chats about the dollars, you're already at a loss. You're all, you're just hurting yourself. So that's definitely an important point for, I think, a lot of new people to focus on is staying away from the dollars. Talk to me now about the progression of your ability to detach from trades, detach from those dollars and not even the dollars, we can kind of move away from that. Detach from the outcome. Say to yourself, if I lose this trade, it's okay. It's process.
1: Process it's, it's all process driven. Like you you have you never know where the market's going. You have edge. Yeah. You have probability. You That's have right. a process and a trading plan that leads you to the greatest edge. It's like being uh you're a gambler but you're the house right. instead of being on the other side That's of the table yeah. when you trade and you trade properly you're trading with edge yeah. i might lose but more often than not but more often than not hopefully if you Over have a good term. if you have a good plan and even you know with the right risk percentage people say it all the time 50 50 and you're still profitable cool that just goes to show you that if you follow a good process and you're not risking absurd amounts on your account as far as like you know risk management. You're taking proper risk. You know I'm following my process. You're going to come out. On it, top. I, if I lose, then you know that's just the market. But over the long run, But more times win. than not, especially with a good system, you're going to win. So you just you take the trade, and you let it roll. And and a prime example of it is yesterday on the screen, EU trade. You know it was off off an hour entry and it went two to one I closed the trade flat because I'm impatient you know I still have those tendencies dude I would have never stopped you out it's a clear winner there it is it's it's literally on it that was a trade yesterday two to one so trusting the process understanding that you stay in the trade no matter what if it bumps me bumps me if I win I win I'm following my process and as long as I follow it over the long haul Things are going
0: to go in my favor the solid risk reward is really important Absolutely. i feel like people we you saw the conversation with that guy i had talking to me about like six Five yeah six yeah R. And, sure. and 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 that, that's great yeah but in those situations not necessary it's, number one it's not necessary but they're losing and this is what he was telling me and this is why i don't understand i saw what he was saying. he's like i'm losing six out of ten trades i'm like i'm winning six <laughs> right. or seven out of ten trades if not more if not more i mean the last couple of weeks i've been really good but right. that's not but, the point the point is like. That is the point, though. Yes, but, my, but what I'm, I'm saying is like the reverse approach of it is mm-hmm. like he's okay. Apparently, right, Mr. Professional in the group chat, you know, riling me up. Apparently, he's okay with losing that many times. And I know, and I wasn't talking shit back. I was saying that, to each his own. If you can do that, fine. And he wasn't saying that he could or couldn't. All he kept saying is, well, my risk reward is seven. I'm like, right, brother, but you're literally losing six out of ten in a row sometimes. You will lose. If you have a 40% win rate strategy, (laughs) you bet your ass you're losing seven or eight trades in a row. I've been there. So it's like I know what he's saying. Mm -hmm. It's just flip it. Just stop being okay with losing. Everybody's okay with losing and trading. Losing sucks. Win. Uh, Win. You know, it breaks you down the if losses, you're losing right? that make,
1: much. It's like, like punches, paper cuts. But again, that's also just a poor method. Yeah. Like definitely. there's there's ways and what's a good market. method? A good method is one where you, you don't have, just say the ASFX. No, words, I but mean be specific. What makes multiple, it a good method? Multiple confluence. Multiple confluences across different time frames telling you the same thing, leading you to the same probable outcome.
0: Perfect. That's like so well said. I mean, that's what it is. But why... Now, you said confluence of indicators. Now, indicators are something that people are very controversial about. We know that in the trading community. I could briefly explain indicators work for everybody that wants to question it in Forex specifically. I won't speak on other markets, but they work here because price data doesn't gap. We were looking at over here, actually, Uh, the S&P 500 with all these gaps. No wonder indicators don't work. Price is all over the place. Mm But here. From Friday or um, Sunday evening to Friday afternoon, the market's open. So price is clean. Barring some breaking news, crazy shit, which doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Sure. But other than that, major- I would say 98 to 99% of the time, this market paints clean. Yeah. And that's why indicators work. So now we're on the same page about why indicators work. Why do you look for confluence of indicators? And what does that mean? How much confluence? How many indicators? Give me specifics. I mean, the more you can find, the better. But you know, you want to do a top-down analysis. You want to
1: look at the higher time frames to say, okay, overall, what does this market look like? It's doing from a wider approach. Yeah. And you say, okay, this is clearly moving sideways. It's been moving sideways for the last like two weeks. You know, it's doing, it's going up, it's going down. You want to find your overall, and then you know, you drop down to an appropriate time frame. How you like to trade? If you like to swing, you use the one hour and the four hour. If you like to go more intraday, you use the fifteen. Even you know, we find plenty of trades off the five. You know, I think this market can be traded any way you want to trade it. You can use indicators, you can go naked, and it doesn't matter. If someone goes, oh, this person uses indicators, they suck. It's like, my account doesn't say that? Right. It's a mental thing, and that's the whole thing with this market. It's mental. So when you're trading and if you're using indicators and that works for you, then you want to find multiple alignments. Hey, look, I'm gonna to look to try and take this, you know, short on an hour trade, on the daily, I can see this just clear in the downtrend. it's under the, you know, 8 and the 21 EMA. So multiple time you know, frames confirming yeah, to you. They just tell you the same thing and then you look for the finer parameters that are taught within your system and our system teaches, you know, a two lot. to we three, four different ways of like finding these entries.
0: And then going through those 14 or so different questions, 10 to 14 questions, you can ask yourself yeah. and I think that...
1: It's a checklist. It's of, a
0: checklist. So yeah. now tell me, yeah, go parameters this right. is where people when we talk about finding your plan and finding your entry signal people don't use parameters dude people yeah. people don't have a checklist they wing they're wing. oh this is a support zone buy it yeah. it's crazy sometimes it, it, it's, it works sometimes it doesn't and but it gets, it's about and, consistency and we can talk about that even too where like people will do that win and think that that's now a strategy and it's a flawed mindset they're not following a consistent process you guys can hear hopefully at this point like a lot of the questions that i've asked drew the answers come back to just a few things right focus on the opposite of fear, focus on the abundance, focus on the trading plan, and focus on these mindset shifts. We're not even really spending a lot of time, you can see, talking about the technical charts because the technical charts are really just a language. Just like all of us could go buy Rosetta Stone and learn Spanish or learn German or learn Dutch, whatever. Go ahead. It'll take you a little bit of time, just like this will. Actually, I have my Rosetta Stone course that you can take for this, and then you'll master it. And guess what? Day thirty of you studying Spanish, you're gonna be okay. Day thirty of this, you're gonna be okay. If you study hard from day thirty to day ninety, what do you think you're gonna be like? Better or worse?
1: I mean, I in any in
0: either situation, the Rosetta Stone or this, they're the same. You're going to be better. The work you put in will lead you to be better. So then, taking that knowledge, that's what twenty five percent of what we do, bro, of right. trading. that's the technical twenty five maybe percent. I mean, we can wake up and be half asleep and find these things that are good, yeah. good trades. You know what I'm saying? the rest of it is mental and that's what a lot of these answers are coming back to and that's a really important thing because again the point of this whole talk is to make these new people understand that this is not going to give you the money that you're looking for no. this is if you can wrap your mind around reality that's the best way to explain it reality if you can wrap your mind around what goes into this and what good trading looks like versus bad trading those characteristics that we've talked about you here know the
1: difference too
0: you Some have people to get blind and they don't know the
1: difference they think that they're trading
0: and i think that, that that's a big thing that i preach a lot to riley to the people i teach you, to learn something in any degree whether it's trading or not i think you have to learn both sides of it when you want to talk about trades i can't just show you winners i got to show you losers so you can avoid that in anything you ever want to learn i think you want to learn both sides of it so for you someone that's now at this level where you, i would say you're in the fourth quadrant of conscious competence like you feel like this is here How would you say for someone who probably at this point watching this long on our videos is still at that point where they don't know if the strategy works for them? What would your answer be to someone that would say, Drew, I don't know if this strategy works for me? I would... I mean, that's a silly question, I guess, to me, like the
1: strategy works. Maybe, you know, it's not the type of trader that you want to be, which is why that strategy wouldn't work. But I guess you have to say like, well, what are you looking for? What do you want out of this market? You know
0: yourself? Right. What, do you well lo- enough. what are you looking for? Right. You know, like swing trading, day trading,
1: right. naked
0: trading, like you said, all of these things, which goes back to, to each his own. This- you have to find what works for you and flex that, work that. Exercise that every day and get that jacked get fucking jacked on that. That's what you have to do. I think
1: the st- Strategies work regardless, oh, you know, they all they strategies. they all work to a percentage um, You know specifically speaking about ours. It's like if the strategy doesn't work, then it's you Yeah. because this is so Simplified and detail-oriented checklisted and the reason that I can say that with confidence is I see people coming in every day and within two, three weeks, they're like killing it, it, killing like legitimately. Like I'll call out two people if I can, Shaba and Eleanor off, you know, we've, we met them. I mean, but like people that I've seen from like months back who have, you know, come into this market and didn't know anything. Eleanor was like, I don't understand what you guys are talking about. And I'm like, just, just stay with it. Don't give up. And then now she's out calling the trade. She's killing it. Shaba still killing it. You know what I mean? And there's m- plenty other people. Yeah, uh, hey, we love everybody. But those are just the two that Stay I want to point out because it's like here are two people who literally came in
0: illiterate, unable to speak the language and are now calling trades for others, helping others. We've never spoken in person. They've never done no. a phone call with me. Nothing. No. They put in the time Yes. and follow the process. Guys, Like we can really sum up I think the whole thing in just a few sentences. It's really about who's going to mentally decide that they're going to commit to this. And if you can take that first step of I'm going to commit to this mentally because it's going to tax you. It is going to be hard for your mental to do this. If you can commit to that and you're not going to rush it and you're not going to force things and you are going to follow a plan, that's it. It's an amazing time to be alive And we could talk about this a little bit just because of the the capabilities of the internet. Not just speaking about our course and our program. There's a million great courses, I'm sure, out there that do work. I think ours is always going to be a little bit better. (laughs) But there's so much information. We live in this digital age, right? How do you think, as time goes on, trading will evolve in the future? How do you see and, and knowing now that there's an education system out there and not only like ours, there's a lot of education systems out there that are making it easier than it was five years ago when we started to get into this. Bro, none of these companies that are selling education that I compete against, none of them, none of them existed five years ago. None of them. It's a new thing. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I think it's just like any
1: other market when people people see that there's an opportunity people move into that
0: space. So where's it going? Um, where's it going? I mean, it's think, gonna, about I think, the, think about automation, think about computers, think about all yeah. the people that are going to lose jobs, Drew, because they get kicked out of it by a robot. Where are they going to go to make money? Are they coming to trading? Are they looking somewhere else? What do you think?
1: Um, I mean, it's definitely an issue that's coming up, like the integration between like, you know, AI and, and things like that and it's like, what even is AI. So that's another topic all on its own. But yeah, people are going to be displaced out of their jobs. You know, retail workers, you know, are, that are getting bumped out. Yeah, it's the whole Andrew Yang approach, you know, his mentality and his uh, platform is I that. It. And it, it makes a lot of sense. So then you have to look at it and say, okay, well, if I'm a food service industry worker, because I work in, uh, you know, like a nice steakhouse, is my job going to be where it's just something on a table and they punch into order and then a couple like a food runner runs the food out or do they make people even go pick it up themselves like who knows you know if you work in a mall that's going away because everybody shops online amazon you know whatever they just get it shipped to their house so i don't understand why you wouldn't want to learn another skill you know learning learning another language as we talk about that a lot can only help you it helps you understand english better you know because you can understand derivatives and the roots of words and it makes you more you know broadly um educated. And this is a similar thing. Like, why would you not learn something that isn't any harder than anything else? If you have the right approach and the right mindset and the right attitude, you know, you can really do well at this. So with things that are changing, understanding how technology moves and seeing that this is something that you can do t- technically in your spare time. I know that's the worst thing to say because that's always like the gimmick. Oh, do it in your spare time. But it's like
0: You know, you can. Like, for me, I do it in the morning before I go to work. I think you should do it in your spare time at first. You should. You shouldn't. You you can't. But yeah, I think
1: for people not to to get involved. There's no reason not to. And there's nothing to be afraid of. Like, it's a financial institution.
0: You know what I mean? Like You're so willing to throw your money into a 401k that you don't even know where the money's going. But now we're out here just trying to say, yo, take control. You don't want control? Like, y'all don't want control? Like, that's really what people will tell? And it's like, I think a lot of people are very scared. And I think people. I, I don't we've see gone, anything
1: wrong with that.
0: And listen, we're about to go through some shit because when the economy does. Correct to whatever yeah, degree. It will correct. When that ha- what happened in 2008, nobody spent money on a goddamn thing, and everybody got scared of Wall Street and got scared of giving other people their money. So I think what that's going to lead to in trading is either one of two things. I think people will number one, they're going to stop wanting to put their money other places because they want to sit on cash at first. And then once that clears, is they're not going to want to give their money to anybody anymore. And I'm hoping that more and more people want to take control for themselves. And that's what we've always preached: is the freedom because you have the control. The same way that. Creating the other streams of income that we've talked about even here give you more of that freedom. Not relying on trading solely when you don't have a six-figure, seven-figure account is, more, I think, more logical than trying to force it. It's more logical to let that account continue to grow over time while you build other streams of income. I'm 100% a believer in that. Absolutely. I'm probably the only Forex educator that will ever preach that because like, I'm more realistic, I think, than a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people can come into Forex and just pick it up and start making money right away, no matter what. No, no matter what. No. You're still going to have to, if you're There's brand new, curve. you still got to start on a demo. You still got to practice. But the other thing yeah. is that people look down on it almost. In what way? If, you have a, if you're haven't, if you like,
1: oh, you're not a full-time trader. You're not a real yeah. trader. But no, and that's for real. It's like true, bro. People, they're like, oh, you're not full-time trading you're not a real trader it's like why do i have to do this full-time why do i have to give up my guaranteed income and not like max why can't i have three streams of income you know for me personally restaurant video trading why would i give that up why would i give up all the other money that i make just to say i'm a full-time trader again it's
0: just it's 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 a a mental it's a mental decision it's a mental battle that people have with themselves and i feel like it's it's again to each their own. Sure. Pe- people will respond back to you and in, in the comments of the video, they're going to say, well, Drew, if you had enough money in the trading account, you wouldn't need the other jobs. Fair enough, maybe I'm not there yet right That's I'm not there in my journey. Welcome yet. to reality. You know I mean everybody. this is my journey.
1: Some people by three years, they're cracking dough. This is where I'm at. this every trader is individual and where you're going to be in your trading journey is different than the next. That's so and true. I think that as long as like you said, You block out any noise of anyone, you know, directly or indirectly around you who may be making you feel some type of way about what you're doing. You have to look inside yourself and find your resolve to say, like, no, like, this is, I believe in this. I have valid reasons to believe in this, and I'm going to give this everything I want. And then, you know, you don't ever want to like show people up, but if you consistently go down this road in six years, a byproduct of your trading is going to be increased income. And you're going to be like, Hey, how'd you get that house? i right. be like, because I've been trading for six years and I've been grinding while right. you've been telling me and, that. And
0: pay for it in cash.
1: And yeah, have you made have you made any money yet? Like, There's no, I haven't made a lot of money yet, but I'm not stopping until I do.
0: Well, for me, it's not even more about the money. For me, but that's where people focus. For sure. For that's me, it's the freedom. That. Like the people who talk yeah. shit to me, no one. Can, Freedom's the best. No one can talk shit to me that has a job. That has to go, if you're doing something you like and you talk shit on what I'm doing, we're not friends. You're already a loser to me. Because to me, finances come and go, like I said. And I think that having the control over my own time and for both of us, again, and this to everybody else, owning your businesses, owning the skills so that you can continue to produce. Like I used to DJ every weekend. DJing was my money-making skill when I got into business when I was 15, 16. You know what I'm saying? So to have those skills, I would take that any day over a regular nine to five salary job. That guy could fire you and you own nothing, nothing. Mm I've now built businesses that create income for me when I don't have to work every day. And I think that is a mindset shift. Like this morning, selling courses. Before I even start trading, I'm making money, which is then making the trading easier. So again, it goes back to that original point we said. But I did want to ask you, the idea about just focusing a little bit more on other people. Mm -hmm. When you have people in your life close to you, friends, family, acquaintances, that talk shit, that are in your head, potentially saying stop trading potentially saying it's gambling it's fake it's not a real job you're not bringing any value to anybody right. what do you say to that
1: I mean it's as real as anything else that you're putting money into when I first started my video you know production things I was making zero money doing video and I put out about eight thousand dollars to buy equipment because I wanted to risk huge risk yeah I was making no money I was doing like huge free risk. music videos and some stupid things here and there and you know I had my, my sister, other people were just like, I can't believe you just spent all this money, you're not making any money doing video. Well, I'm not on my ass. I had the restaurant job, which was affording me, you know, to get these but I did I I didn't have $8,000 cash to buy this stuff. So I swiped on a credit card and I put the investment in myself and I said No, this is I'm going to make something of this because I believed in what I was doing. And I knew that I had a talent and it was going to work out with hard work. And sure enough, within a year I had paid off all that equipment That's because amazing. I found work and I specifically found work because this camera that I'm still shooting with um, I specifically bought that camera and was almost hired I was hired also because of my editing skills um, but, it's but a nice enough camera but I had a camera and they also wanted to hire me because I specifically had bought that camera so it's funny how things work out and with you know to take that long story short into training it's like if you believe in yourself, and this is something that like you know touches you like in your heart or in a spot in your soul where you're like you know what this feels right. Fuck everybody else. Then you have to really give it a hundred percent. And
0: fuck everybody. And else, And to
1: right? give it a hundred percent is to do it how we said. Don't just blindly go into it. You know, have your five. You know, uh, areas of. Um, survival. Stay, yeah, stay survival. Alive. Your survival five or and whatever. Then
0: just blocking out everybody else. And just okay. and really...
1: understand that it's a process. It's so if you have it's like...
0: going to take time. This is one of my last questions. So if you have somebody like family or somebody close to you that's in your face, for example, like I had my dad and I've had a lot of my cousins and family like that, that just hate it. They have no concept of what I'm doing. They don't understand it. So they hate it. How do you block that out? Give me, give the people at home that are watching and and like, cause dude, we we have people in these group chats that we work with and you know it that are struggling because their parents don't even support. Dude, I could think of three people off the jump. Their parents don't even know that they trade because they – and they're 20-, 30-year-old men, women. They don't even tell their family about this because they don't want to be judged. What do you do to block that away, push that away? What, what are – podcasts,
1: I mean, YouTube I, videos? I've been very fortunate. Like When I dropped out of college, my mom had, had a fight with me, but then after she heard my side of it, she was very supportive when I was putting all this money into my video she was just like I trust you I believe you so I've always had a good support system that's amazing. you know my mom has always uh, trusted me that's that great. she raised me well that I would you know be alright and do the right thing so that's fortunate for me for other people I think what you have to understand is you just have to show them. you know like you can't say anything to them right now speak. because people, yes and the only way to do that is to put in the work you just have to say look like I understand that This may not be for you, but this is for me, and I have to live my life the way that I think is best. And if you love me enough, then you'll help me, and not try and tear me down. But unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. If it doesn't go that route, then you You got to you got to box off. And you got to find it in community. You know, find it in other people who are trying to aspire to the same levels that you are see the vision
0: and stick with them
1: yeah because when you have multiple people all aligning on the same idea and the same energy it's contagious and it's really you know to get kind of like esoteric if you will it it does manifest like what you put out is what you get back you align with the the vibration and the energy that you're at so if you're only in a the negative, then you're going to get a lot of negative consequences with some sprinkles of sunshine. But why not be the other way where you're aligned and going in the direction with the right people and bringing to you the things you want with only sprinkles of like rain here or there? So.
0: So my last question to kind of stick with what you just said, the vibrations and it's not esoteric because I really do believe that what you put out is what you get back in the I universe. Me too, I've lived just, it and I've, me too. And and just I've like, shown it in my life. And even in trading where we've talked about this a lot, when you push and force trades, what do no, they do? They run away yeah, from you. Okay. But when you sit back and wait for them, they come to you. So that, whether you want to call it esoteric or whatever. I could have
1: think it over. Sure, right. sure, but,
0: but people will call it that because right. people are stupid. But for the people that are still listening, that manifestation comes from within. So would that mean that of everything that we talked about today, even the things about how to survive, the things about how to block out other people, out of all of those things, since it comes from within, would that mean that successful trading comes from what? Understanding a chart or from understanding yourself?
1: Yeah, first and foremost is understanding yourself and knowing you know, your tendencies and, and where you need to work and where you, you know are doing well belief in yourself is first and foremost in anything in life. This, is, this isn't this is unique to any other endeavor that you undertake. Whether you're opening a business, whether you're starting a new job, or you're starting a new relationship, whether you're breaking up in a relationship, buying a new car, this is any other endeavor that you're going through and things take time. And if you are-
0: Great things take time. Yeah. Great things I mean, to give you that reward take time.
1: Absolutely, nothing comes easy. And I think if you can get out of the funnel, of the sports cars and and, right and, and all that because yes that can happen that is not a lie no 100%. one is lying to you the only thing that they're misleading you on is the time and the effort and you should know better that if you see things that look too good to be true they probably take a lot of effort to get there it's not untrue you just got to be willing to put in the work and the work starts at home and I think when you're trading and your personal life align you see so many parallels and then you see how trading can make your life better and how your own life can make your trading better. Like the way you act in your own life. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, it's the, you act the same way in the market where you want to manifest that. You can manifest that stuff in your own personal life too. 100%. Yeah. Dude, thank
1: you. Yeah, man. Thanks so, for having me. Thanks for
0: having me out to your uh, beautiful new spot. It's yeah, awesome, man. Dude. I'm glad you finally came. So I'm hoping for everybody that's watching, we appreciate you guys being on. We appreciate, I mean, we're probably looking at like at least an hour here. If you learned something, if you liked anything that we were talking about, if you didn't like anything that we were talking about, even hit the comments below. Thank you for listening to Today's Money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode.